0: Hello, I am Shantae with Just Book It Travel Destination Weddings. We specialize in dusty weddings throughout Mexico, Jamaica, and Punta Cana. Our goal is to be a one-stop shop for our couples in turning their vision into a reality. We hope that you enjoy our
1: podcast series. Hi, I'm Ashley Coffey from Who I Do Wedding Podcast, and I have the opportunity and wonderful privilege of interviewing Shantae Alsay from Just Book It Travel.
0: On today's episode, we are going to discuss certain initial decisions that Just Book It Travel can help lead and guide you through, but ultimately couples have to make these decisions, such as picking the resort, their wedding date, and their wedding package.
1: Perfect. So to begin, how do you go about helping couples select the destination? That is a great question. And, you know, it gets really tricky
0: when putting all three together as far as selecting the perfect destination, selecting the perfect date, selecting the perfect wedding package. I first like to see exactly what type of couple we're working with. I think that there's two types of couples. There is the couple that would like to have a very intimate wedding, and they're probably just inviting, you know, close friends and very close family members, probably less than 15 total guests. And at that point, they can get married at more lavish locations that cost more because they have a smaller guest list. Now, as it relates to my wedding and how we did it, we wanted all of our guests to be able to comfortably afford it. And so we decided on a destination that was affordable based on the cost of the flights and based on the cost of the hotel. So
1: which destinations do you do the most weddings in?
0: Our primary destinations is Jamaica, Mexico, and the Dominican Republic. Out of those three, I would say Jamaica is probably always going to be on the more expensive side and so we tend to have more larger weddings in mexico or in the Dominican republic
1: so for couples that are having a hard time figuring out and deciding which resort should they book how do you help these couples make that decision
0: That's a great question because, you know, we also do a lot of like trips outside of weddings. And when someone asks about a wedding, I have to remind them like this is a trip where you're bringing along, you know, 30, 40, 50, over 100 of your loved ones. And so it's going to be a much different vibe than a place that I would recommend for just a like typical vacation or a typical girls trip or a typical bachelorette trip or family trip or things like that. And so when it comes to selecting a resort for a wedding, we have to take more things into consideration. We want to take into consideration what type of wedding packages are offered at that particular resort. We want to make sure that that particular resort has experience and is comfortable accommodating large groups of people because outside of the wedding, you want to make sure that these people can eat, you know, a t- on a timely manner on schedule. You want to make sure that these people are entertained. There's so many, um, other things to think about other than just the wedding when you're planning a destination wedding. And so those are some of the things that I take into consideration. But at the same time, it kind of, I mean, if you think of it almost as like buying a house, when you're buying a house, you have to make sure that your budget aligns with the location that you want to be in and the aesthetic that you're looking for. And then the amenities that that particular house is offering. And so there's really no, perfect resort so to speak where like all four of those things because we always want what's like way too expensive or located somewhere that's like way out of the way for people and so it's just kind of helping couples like narrow down what's most important to them and so I honest just to be completely honest I normally start with price like what do you think your guests are comfortable spending how far do you think your guests are comfortable traveling and then we try to narrow it down that way.
1: So when it comes to selecting a wedding date what would you say are the do's and don'ts
0: that's another hot topic because you know couples sometimes come to me and they're like this is our anniversary or this is the day we met and they have this super special date in mind and sometimes those super special dates are also super special to like everyone else in the world like we just passed like 2 22 and then you have eleven, eleven, and all of those dates that like ring a bell for the whole world. Trust me like those wedding dates are booked so far in advance that it's not even funny like how far in advance those dates are booked. So sometimes it can get challenging if you only want to get married on one specific date so my best advice to couples is to have an open mind when it comes to dates because what you don't want to happen is that you fall in love with a particular resort and then you find out that that particular resort doesn't have your date available and so if you're more open minded like hey I know I want to get married you know, between November and December then we can reach out to that resort and say hey what Saturdays do you have available in November and December? Saturday is always going to be my favorite wedding day just because it's easier for guests to travel, right? And then after Saturdays, it'll be Friday and then after Friday, then Sunday, then after Sunday, you know, Monday, and then after Monday, Thursday. But the Wednesday weddings and even the Thursday and Monday weddings sometimes can make it challenging for people who are traveling because now they have to take off more time from work. So I say stay, try if you can, and if you're booking far enough in advance, if you can stay away from those odd days to make it easier on your guests. Another thing is holidays. Like we'll get a lot of requests. It's like, I want to get married on new year's Eve. Well, think about New Year's Eve travel, like the flights to travel on New Year's Eve is gonna be more expensive than like any time of the year. And so I say stay away from the holidays if you're mindful of your guest budget. So again, it kind of goes back to, are you looking for a more intimate feel or do you want to accommodate the masses and make this trip affordable for the masses? If you are, just know that if you choose a holiday or if you choose a very popular date that's in demand, then the rebates and cashback that you can potentially get, depending on a resort, is lowered because resorts are less likely to give back, you know, rebates and cash back in larger quantities if it's a higher demand date. So that also plays a factor when choosing a date. My biggest thing with choosing a date is just keeping an open mind and not If you can, not having one very specific date unless you're booking super far in advance. Now, if you're booking at least a year in advance, then go for it. Have your date in mind. Or if you only care about that date and you don't care about anything else as far as, like, which resort is at and things like that, then turn up. We can do any date. All of these things have to align to find the perfect date, the perfect resort, the perfect destination that
1: can accommodate your guests comfortably. Lots of things to consider there, but all very good. So thank you for that. So how does the Just Bucket Travel Team help couples make this decision? Because this isn't an easy decision or one that can be taken lightly.
0: Yeah, so again, I like to start with price just because it can eliminate a lot of things. Um, another question that I'll ask my couples is, where's is all of your people traveling from? Like, let's look up flights. And is it possible for us to get your guests to this destination on a nonstop flight? That's like, I'm an Atlanta girl, and I fly Delta. So I like flying nonstop everywhere that I go. And so if we're choosing a destination that requires me to take a connection from Atlanta that place will probably not be on my bucket list and so in general I like to get people places that are non-stop so we'll start with price we'll start with accessibility to the guests to get there this is more so about the guests really I mean our typical couples are going to be the couples who are not having the more intimate weddings and the couples that do want the larger guest sizes And so we'll just kind of keep going back to what price do you think your guests are comfortable with and how we can make it happen at some of our most favorite resorts within that range.
1: Is there a deposit required to reserve a venue?
0: Yes, absolutely. So here's where I like to talk about the differences between a traditional wedding and and a destination wedding. With a traditional wedding, you'd be making a deposit for everything. You know, you'd be making a deposit for the venue. You'd be making a deposit for the open bar, deposit for the food, deposit for your floral, your decor, your lighting, your dance floor, everything. With a destination wedding, typically, if you're not bringing in any outside vendors, you can use the resort on-site vendors for everything. And in that case, your deposit would range anywhere between $250 to $750, just depending on which resort we wind up going with. Keep in mind that the deposit that you make that's going to go towards your venue and that's going to hold down your wedding date, that deposit is going to reduce the total cost of your wedding. And so if you wind up having a $10,000 wedding and you've made a $750,000, $50 $50 deposit up front, well now your final balance is $10,000 $750. One deposit holds down everything, like all of your vendors. So that deposit is not like non-refundable or anything like that. It's going towards your actual wedding. Now, if you cancel your wedding, then it can become non-refundable. Whew,
1: good to know. So outside of booking the resort, what other financial considerations do we need to think about when it comes to the budget?
0: That's a great question. So the first thing is going to be holding your date, of course. Um, we have two different packages of working with us, and we can go more into depth of those packages if you schedule a consultation with us. So outside of that and then outside of your deposit for the actual resort is going to be your deposit for your room block. And so because you are going to be traveling with so many people, a deposit is going to be required to hold down those rooms. So like let's just say you have 100 people coming. If 100 people are coming, then you most likely will need between 40 and 50 rooms depending on how many single friends you have and how many friends are like bunking up together in rooms and so you'd make a deposit which is somewhere normally in the neighborhood of either $100 per room or each resort can charge like a flat amount for a stack of rooms there's going to be another podcast following this one that's going to go into much further coverage of how to reserve your room block so I'll
1: save this topic for the next podcast so, I know when I got married in Atlanta, when I booked the venue, it came with tables and chairs and the bar and certain amenities. What is that like when you're having a destination wedding? What wedding packages are available?
0: So, the wedding packages offered by the resort, and each resort is probably going to have three or four wedding packages Most of them will have what's called a complimentary package, meaning if you bring X amount of people to our resort, we will give you a free ceremony with free champagne and free cake. And you can turn up with your guests at just your ceremony. Um, And then all of the other packages are going to involve an actual reception. Receptions are where you spend money. So, like, if you're a couple and you just want to bring out all of your closest friends and you just want to have a ceremony... And then, you know, go to the resorts club or go off site on a group excursion and have a good time and just like literally get married at a resort. You can do that for almost free, almost nothing. Now, if you want to have a private reception where, you know, no other members of the resort that you're at can come and hang out and use your bar, then you're going to need one of the packages that include the reception. And so those packages will typically cover, you know, your chairs, your ceremony, your reception, a sit-down dinner that's either buffet or plated, normally going to cover three hours of, like, event time. So that way you can have your first dance, and you can have your open dance floor, you can have your open mic, and you can have all those sorts of things. So it's going to cover the basics, What the packages are not going to include is going to be floral decor and all of your add-ons. And so just to take it back to my wedding, and I also wrote a blog on this. So feel free to check out my blog, My Destination Wedding. My package itself was $12,000 and it covered up to 100 guests and so outside of that 1200 dollars i had to pay additional for my dance floor i had to pay additional for the dj i had to pay additional for any sort of decor like drapery lighting centerpieces for your tables your ceremony arch if you want any flowers or anything like that at your ceremony actually my wedding was like bare bones so if you look at my pictures I didn't pay for any flowers at our ceremony. So if you look at our ceremony, literally we did not decorate the palm trees. That's just straight up Mexico background there that we took credit for in our wedding pictures but that's the only thing I would say to be mindful of as you're looking at packages is don't think to yourself like oh great I found this amazing $5,000 package I'm about to get married here's my $5,000 budget think about those other items that are super important to you for us it was important for us to have a dance floor outside like even though people can dance on carpet you know we still we had an indoor reception we still wanted like an official dance floor that lit up and had led lights we still wanted a photo booth you know everybody wants to take fun selfies and things like that we wanted a few centerpieces i wasn't too big on floral but we did want to we didn't want the tables to be completely bare bones and so we did get a little bit of floral for our centerpieces Um, but feel free to check out my blog i go way more into depth on the different add-ons that you can have but just remember that most basic packages is going to include the events itself a private bar open bar all you can eat all you can drink but they're not going to include floral and
1: decor very good to know thank you so we know we want a destination wedding and we know we're going to move forward with just booked travel so how do we simplify this process or this stage of destination wedding planning
0: yeah that's a great question and so i tell all of our couples and this is the truth there are just a few decisions that we need you to make that we can't make for you. And after you've made those decisions, our team will literally handle everything else. So decisions that you have to make. First decision is who you're going to marry, right? And if, you, if you're if you on this call, you're listening, then you decided on that. That's going to be number one. Second important decision is which travel agency you're going to work with. Do not be told anything differently. If you plan on having 30 or more guests at your wedding, you absolutely need a travel agency. And I recommend that you interview at least three travel agencies. So now you're to the point where you've interviewed a few travel agencies and you've decided that just book of travel is your best bet. You vibe with us the most. Let's do this thing. You have to decide on your wedding date And we will help you get there. We'll absolutely help you decide on, you know, if you're flexible with wedding dates, then we'll help you to narrow down which island would serve you and your guests the best. And then once your resort is selected, we'll do everything else for you. You will need to decide who you're inviting. That's also something that we can't decide for you. So once those top decisions are made, hey, this is who I want to marry. This is the travel agency I want to work with this is my date, this is my venue, this is who I want to invite. Once those items are like all in the clear and checked off, we will literally do everything else. We're going to send off your invites for you. We're going to communicate with all of your guests on a one-on-one basis. We're going to get everyone set up and booked. We're going to arrange transportation from the airport to the hotel, from the hotel back to the airport. We're going to keep you informed all along of who has booked, who has not booked. We're going to get your guests the very best deals and discounted rates. And we're going to get you some cash back because when you have a destination wedding, do not be told anything different. But the more people that come to your wedding, the more cash back you get. So unlike a traditional wedding, you can benefit from inviting everyone. You know, You, you totally can benefit from not holding back and not being stingy on the invites because the more people that come the more rebates that you're going to get on the back end and so we're going to handle all of that for you and so after that first month or so while we're like figuring out resort and getting your date arranged and all that you can take a nap like we encourage our couples to literally take a nap and Wake back up three to four months prior to the wedding, because that in-between time is just going to be us working on getting your guests booked and communicating with your guests on a very regular basis. They will hear from us.
1: Very, very good to know. So thank you for all of that information. That was a lot that I never knew about and a lot to process, but I'm feeling pretty good. And again, thank you for explaining all that because I needed it. I'm sure I'm not alone. Yes, it's definitely
0: a lot of information. I'm, I'm, I am hope that I haven't put you to sleep as of yet because there's still a lot more to come as it relates to planning a destination wedding. And that leads me to our very next episode. And I hope that you'll join us. It's going to go way more into detail on this entire process of room blocks. Like what are the minimum requirements? How many people need to come? What's an example of how much cashback can you reasonably expect? Um, what liability do brides and grooms have as it relates to going into a room block agreement and what are the advantages or disadvantages we'll go through all of that we will see you very soon on our room block episode we hope that you have enjoyed this episode to capture a more comprehensive understanding of the services we provide it would be of great benefit to listen to all episodes the remaining episodes provide great detail of each stage of destination wedding planning you can find us and schedule your free consultation at www.justbookittravel.com